Welcome to Hot Garbage, where we are the only trash talk that matters. Um, so I'm going to also um, say that I realized when I was listening to a couple of our podcasts back that I quite literally never say my name. So we're going to add in here now that I'm your host, Laura. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never I, noticed that you've never I said your name. Was like, wow, I never say my name. <laughs> I am astonished right now. So... Yeah, that's that's starting as of right now. Monday, Monday, mm-hmm. new, new day, new attitude. <laughs> what can I say? Mm-hmm. New week, new week, new <laughs> attitude. <laughs> um, today we have a script, but we don't have Tyler, so we're probably going to be a shit show <laughs> in a different way. <laughs> Y'all are gonna love this. <laughs> we are left up to our own devices this week. Tyler is technically here for a little bit. He's like monitoring the situation from afar, meaning he can't record or anything like that. He's just chilling in the Discord with us. Um, and he's he's gonna text us if we get like a little bit too far off track because me and Stephanie are me and Stephanie. So <laughs> we need somebody. Me and Laura have a lot in common that we will go off in tangents, guys. Yeah. Um, like, you guys don't even hear half the tangents because he literally cuts out half the tangents. <laughs> I, I just, guys, I'm going to, I'm just going to be a little emotional right now. Not emotional, but um, I love talking to Laura. Like, Laura's one of my favorite people to talk to because she talks about a lot of the same things I am really interested in, okay? So... I could talk to Laura for hours and hours, and if it were up, like if it were up to me, if we were not recording the podcast, it'd probably go on for like four hours. Oh my god, Stephanie, I feel the same way. Oh my god, I love you, Laura. Oh my god, Stephanie, I feel like I could talk to you for hours on end about anything, and we would just keep going. No, we can. And guys, you don't even know this, but we normally talk for like probably an hour like me we've been talking for an hour before we even start recording okay and then and then we usually record at night and so we we normally have to go to bed and i think that's the only reason why we have to cut the conversation but (laughs) but i'm a little nervous right now because it's the afternoon and so recording like it is we i'm a little scared we're gonna go for a while it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun we're vibing in a totally different way but stephanie i love that we just had this like complete like friendship moment where like like the reason that i'm obsessed with bama rush talk is because of you and i know that (laughs) oh my gosh i love that like (laughs) guys i was in a cult before yeah like i was in a sorority and it's fine because now i'm like totally bought into the cult mentality i'm like i'd be in a sorority fuck it She's a Zeta. I'm a Zeta. She not really. She's a Zeta. According to that filter <laughs> on TikTok, I'm an alpha fee, but in my heart, I feel like a Zeta. <laughs> Zeta came up at least like after the third time or something. It came Zeta, up. I think. Zeta. Um. Only the problem is, is that in that TikTok, I cut out a lot, and so alpha fee came up a lot more than what you saw, and Zeta didn't come up any other times. <laughs> it came up once. At least. It came up one time. And I never saw FIMU, so FIMU doesn't exist in that filter. The one that's like the Bama what, Bama sorority, are you? FIMU, I don't think exists in it. 
Fine Muse like hand signal is so. I don't know how you do any hand- of the hand signals. It feels like such a. <laughs> this is Fine Muse is so hard. Like this yeah, is so hard like, looks, to do. It looks not. This looks like a gang sign. We're throwing up gang signs out here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, guys, I'm going to be so honest with you guys right now. Um, we don't know really what to talk about with, like, Big Brother and reality TV. So, like, most of this episode is going to be our fucking share time. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, fucking share time. Oh, wait. All right, we already got our first text message. He already told us to shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, we love Tyler, too. <laughs> I didn't look. <laughs> Tyler said, but fuck Tyler. <laughs> we love you too, Tyler. But fuck Tyler. <laughs> oh my god, guys. He texted us in the middle of when we were talking about him not being there, and he said, but fuck Tyler. Don't enjoy talking to him at all. <laughs> but we said all the nice things about each other. Tyler, you're not supposed to be here. That's why I'm not. I love talking to you, too. Tyler, you're not supposed to. You don't even go here. Like, me girls, you don't even go here. We're supposed to be pretending you're not here, Tyler. Oh. Tyler. We love talking to Tyler, too. Tyler, here's the thing. We had already solidified our friendship. Stephanie and you have solidified your friendship and longevity. We needed to solidify our friendship. Yes, and we haven't done it yet. And there it was. Tyler, you... Tyler, you've been my friend for like twenty years. Yeah. We like, I think, I think you know we're cool. You know, <laughs> I've had conversations with you for the past twenty years. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, you baby. Okay, so whenever I got a cell phone, here, here, Tyler. Okay, this is for you. Whenever I first got a cell phone, I think it was sixth grade, or else we're going to seventh grade. Tyler was one of the only people who got an, who had a cell phone too. <laughs> that. And he was one of the only people that was allowed to text. So for a really long time, I only, like, I could only text Tyler. Like, and, like, me, and I moved, too. Like, me and Tyler really didn't have that much in common. But, like, we would text here and there. But, like, uh, when I was moving to Hawaii, I had no, like, no other friends who could text. You moved to Me and Tyler would text you. Yeah, in seventh grade, I moved to Hawaii, from Corpus to Hawaii. For how long? For three years. Holy shit. Yeah, so I lived in Hawaii for three Where years, and then I moved live? to South like, Carolina. Like, like, what town? I lived in Ev- I lived in on Oahu and Eva Beach. Okay, so um, it was like a I don't even remember how long a drive from from like downtown Honolulu, but um, I lived on Oahu, and it was really cool. Um, I was like in an awkward like teenage phase, so like I hated it, but now I wish like I wish I wasn't such a freaking little brat, but. Um, but yeah, whenever I moved, I, I, the only person that one of my only friends that could text was Tyler. So like I learned how to text with Tyler and then we would just be like, Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? What are you doing? (laughs) Nothing much. You nothing much. You that was pretty, I think I feel like that's all we talked about. Like we didn't really have conversations, but he was my only friend that could text. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in like those shout out Tyler. Like we're like those millennials where it was like, yes. Where it was one, two, three, one, two, three. <laughs> yeah. And I was so good at it after a while, like, yeah. Uh, T9. You know what's really funny about it? So, my dad, up until like two years ago, had a razor phone. So, up until two years ago, he texted like that. 
they made him get a new shut phone. up they were like we're gonna shut that off <laughs> this isn't this isn't compatible with anything anymore <laughs> and they made him go get a new phone <laughs> like could he get 5g on that or yeah, like like i mean does... it was like a working fucking cell phone but it was a razor like a razor and like, <laughs> like a razor like a razor from like it was it the one that he got like his original razor yeah. and he just kept it all these yes. years oh my god it was like a 15 year old phone it was insane the man's a fucking psychopath. You should see him now. So he has like this new smartphone, right? It's like a Samsung or something. And he deletes his text messages like as soon as they come through. Like he doesn't want the threads up there. Like he doesn't trust it. <laughs> I love your dad. He's, he's precious as could be. <laughs> so cute. They listen. So my dad's going to hear this. Shout out Laura's dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are um we're basically in share it's fucking share time. We're basically sharing basically. already. So <laughs> this this whole podcast is gonna be us going back and forth. Yeah, one hundred percent. So um oh can I just but... give like a random fucking oh, yeah, yeah. uh share time really quick? Cause Sarah told me to yeah. give her a shout out on the podcast. Like she literally says it and she never says it, so I have to. So I um pickled. Like I made pickles. Um mm-hmm. And by that, what I mean is I took an old pickle jar, cold pickling only, if you guys take this, you can only do it with cold pickling. So like the pickles that you get it in the refrigerator section, you can only do this with that kind. Um, that's oh. what the internet told me. And I wasn't fucking with the internet. <laughs> like, sounds good. <laughs> um, so um, I basically just cut up cucumbers and put them in like the old pickle jar, sealed it up. It worked. 100% it worked. Tastes great. Made little pickle chips. Awesome. Have a great time. That sounds so good. It's really good. It's better than like the store-bought pickles because they're not as like mushy. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, I send this to Sarah and I'm like, look what I did. Right? And she's like, what did you do? And I tell her the whole story of what I did and stuff. And she goes, LOL, genius. I was like, big brain. Um, and she's like, did you get one of those chip cutters? I said, I used a knife because I didn't know what she meant. So I said, I used a knife. And um, she then said, oh, I thought you got one of those crinkle cutter things. I said, I need you to be fucking for real. I'm, I I, just told you that I took an old pickle jar and put cucumbers in it. Of course, I didn't get a fucking crinkle cutty thing. I fucking got a knife. Like, I was like, you fucking... Are you serious? So then, so she's cracking up at my response at this point, And she was like, can you please give this a shout out on the podcast? So, because <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> shout out Sarah and her crinkle cr- cutter. Like, what would make you think I did that? <laughs> it's a good idea. I mean. It was. But like, but, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you have that appliance? Or that tool. Like, I think about who I am as a person. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay, I just had to because it was too funny. <laughs> I love it. Um, my my fucking share time is uh, Lindsay. I'm actually, you know what? I need to bring this up. Lindsay Hubbard from Summer House uh, released a statement this week. So we all know that she, her and Carl broke up. Pa- Carl broke up with her um, on the show, apparently. So, um, so I have a show. few things. 
So it is on the show, okay. yes. And there's a few things I have to say about the breakup. Um, first things first, I'm going to read her statement that she finally released. Um, she said, I would like to start by saying thank you for allowing me the space and time to process my emotions, heal and grieve the loss of not only my relationship, but my friendship with someone I considered my best friend for eight years. The last two weeks have been the most heartbreaking and emotional week weeks of my life. My entire life and future have been ripped underneath me, and I've had a hard time making sense of it all with no answers or closure to why. I feel humil- humiliated by how it went down and simultaneously heartbroken by or that it happened in the first place. My trust has been betrayed, and coming to terms with that has been difficult for me. This was not my decision, and I do not agree with quitting a relationship at this level without trying everything possible. <laughs> I have spent the last week, uh, the last couple of weeks, spending my uh, or finding my own closure and peace. I am forever grateful to my best friends who have not left my side and have been picking help have been picking up the pieces of my heart and life every day from the fallout i am still grieving and trying to process all all that has happened but i felt it was important to update you all from the bottom of my heart thank you for the love and support from my friends family castmates and all of you carrying me through Lindsay. i have opinions <laughs> i know you do i can't wait to hear <laughs> I think that's a perfect way to just say I have opinions. Yes. <laughs> Don't we all? It's, it's your share time, so do you want to say okay, exactly yeah. what I probably want to say? Um, she's playing the victim. Um, I want to say it's all bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sorry, but you are a PR person. Like you are, li- like you literally are in public relations, mm-hmm. and what you just read to me was verbatim what a public relations textbook would tell me to write. <laughs> no, like, I, I'm a communication major. I have to take PR classes. I've written press releases. Like, yeah, it's just in a college facility, whatever. But I did learn how to, like... <laughs> I won an award. I actually won an award from the school for, like, best PR practitioner, like, for the year. So, like, I, I would like to think that I do have some level of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's exactly what my textbook would tell me to write. Um, I think that she wrote it in a way that's going to capitalize on it in the same way of the Scandaval portrayal. Mm-hmm. I think she wrote it to help the show boost ratings, to boost numbers, to boost herself. She wants to be Ariana and get everything Ariana got. Dancing Ari- with the Stars um commercials commercials out the ass lifetime movie with megan good yeah yeah like Um, she wants all of that and she's trying to be ariana it's 100 percent what i heard (laughs) (laughs) the only thing that um that's preventing that and making me feel bad for her uh is that she's Lindsay hubbard um i do love her like don't get me wrong i like her but I don't think she's innocent in this situation. Something has to no. go on. And that's what brings me to this next point is that Craig Conover from Southern Charm, he's dating Paige uh, from S- Summer House. So he spent the summer, he goes, 
or he's now on Summer House, basically. Um, okay. So, or he's there like every couple every couple episodes. Um, he was there this summer, and he said that once we watch the season, we'll understand why Carl broke up with her. Which I'm like, ooh, like I trust Craig. I really do. Yeah. Um, I've always trusted Craig. <laughs> Maybe that's like the wrong like feelings that I should have about the guy. The man but... that lied about graduating law school. I know. <laughs> like I feel like I shouldn't have like I feel like I shouldn't go out on a limb for the guy. <laughs> no, but I do believe him too. Like I think yeah. like because he's outside. Of, he is an outsider of the house. Like I think everyone. What does he really have to gain from it? Exactly. He doesn't have anything. Like Paige to gain had from something that. to gain from it. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't. I don't know what Craig had to gain from it. And Paige is not saying anything. It's Craig. Like I, if Craig's saying something, I feel like I don't know. I I, I can't hasn't wait said to anything. Mm-mm. Paige hasn't said anything. So. Um, I know Sierra said something about like house guests, uh, releasing or not house guests, wedding guests were like talking to to like People Magazine or something about um, yeah. Carl about carl apologizing i don't know he, he sends did an email to everyone rumor thing did you see i don't know how true it is i only saw it like once or twice and it was like on twitter so i don't believe what i see on twitter mm-hmm. um don't believe what you see on fucking twitter <laughs> <laughs> um even if it turns out to be true don't fucking believe what you see on fucking twitter man so um it said something like that he had a mistress that he got pregnant <gasps> i saw that too but i don't know yeah. like like, do you think that would be on the show? Okay, if that's on the show, then this is going to get interesting. I feel like that's more interesting. Than- I still feel like it's a whole setup for a scandal. Like, I feel yeah. like Bravo and everybody set it up. Like, I don't actually believe that this is a real occurrence of events. Because mm-hmm. also Southern Charm is kind of trying to do the same thing with Shep, Taylor, and Austin. But no one yeah. cares about that. So. so Nobody literally cares about that. Like... I don't th- like they tried to go for the wrong thing and now they're pivoting over to Summer House and it's working because mm-hmm. it is getting traction. Yeah, I, I, I think it's all bullshit. I think that they're trying to recreate a scandal. I think so, too. Like, look, like they got they got paid from scandal. Everybody got paid. Mm-hmm. Everybody got paid. Ariana got paid. So I wouldn't doubt that Lindsay was like, I'll get paid, too. <laughs> Lindsay like one thing about Lindsay is is that she's an opportunist Mm -hmm. um and I don't think that's a bad thing I think that's just she goes after what she wants Mm -hmm. and she knows how to work it and I she's in PR and reading that statement was like from my textbook (laughs) you know what I mean yeah no it's like it's you when you read it you know she does PR yeah and it like outlines like the certain points that you should hit and it's like you know like how to gain empathy and how to you know and i just feel like she wrote it in a way to to gain sympathy yeah like she wants to she wants to be the the ariana in this situation so she wants everyone's sympathy it's just people i think find it hard because of her strong personality um yeah yeah she's abrasive but i'm abrasive and i think that's why i don't mind Lindsay because i get her I don't mind Lindsay. Um, sometimes she can be annoying uh, with the way she talks to some people, but but yeah, she's very condescending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I get condescending sometimes. So again, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you're just talking to somebody and you're like, you are just so inferior, <laughs> and I know it. <laughs> and then she's drunk, and it comes out like not. <laughs> oh my god, Lindsay drunk is 
I live for drunk Lindsay fighting. Like, I think it's so entertaining. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's, it's honestly like watching like caged animals. Like, it's not, it's, it's I wouldn't, something. I wouldn't want to uh, get in that I, way. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Near her. No, I would just sit in the back and watch with some popcorn. I think that would be so much fun. If I'd be so I was around drunk Lindsay, I wouldn't speak. <laughs> you wouldn't speak? I would be mute. I wouldn't speak to my friends where she could overhear. I wouldn't be, <laughs> I wouldn't poke the bear as far as I fucking could. I would try to be invisible probably around her. Just so, like, she doesn't catch... 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, she... don't know my name, don't know I exist. <laughs> sometimes she seems really nice but like i just don't i just don't want it to flip you know like so i know people that know her i'm not gonna like put anybody on blast but i know people that know her and like she is a very nice person like that's like that's the only thing that like the people that i know and like it's like close sources like i think you know who i'm talking yeah i do yeah 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 um and she she like they is like she's incredibly nice like the people that i know that are very credible say that she's a very very nice person like, i i can see that i do see that i, I think know it's... her personally like know her personally yeah. know her professionally like and very nice yeah i see that um i think the people on the show do poke poke at her they poke the bear yeah because yeah. she is she does the last season um i i remember i can't remember you said you you haven't watched it right in a while um so i didn't watch this last season and i think i watched last year okay what happened last year with kyle and amanda that's usually how i gauge what happened i think that's when they got married (laughs) i watched them get married okay yeah so then that's that's the last season before this the season that came out this year yeah so i didn't watch this year okay yeah so then this year like um, kyle and amanda's like first year of marriage and amanda's having um fertility issues and not oh. getting her her period, so that's, that's so ha- sad. And then you're putting it on, then you're putting it all out there. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so sad. They did like modern fertility, and like even Sierra, like Sierra doesn't have as many eggs as she's as she thought. So I think she, she was gonna do like she was gonna start freezing. doing mm-hmm, freezing them. Um, but Lindsay, um, this last season, she annoyed the fuck out of me. Okay, she did annoy me like with with Carl. Oh my god, I couldn't stand her and Carl together. But when she was not around Carl, I I saw something different in her. She, like, has, like, a way better, like, a, uh, she's not whiny. She's not whiny, and she's a lot more positive, and I appreciate, I can appreciate her when she's in that state of mind. She was very peaceful, and, um, she was also not drinking, so maybe, I don't know, that had something to do with it, too, but even, like, the, there was one night she drank on the show, and I thought she was so much fun, so I don't know, it's, um, I, I it do. might just be like her environments. Yeah, uh, like she could it, be one of those. Mm-hmm. And I do think like I think the cast likes to provoke her, so they can get some. The cast loves to provoke her. Mm-hmm. Paige and um, Danielle or Hannah. I called her Danielle. Oh my god, Hannah annoys the fuck out of me. <laughs> For some reason, I always want to call her Danielle. I don't know. She just looks like a Danielle. <laughs> uh, I don't. I fucking hate her. I can't stand. I cannot stand Hannah Burner. Yeah. I fucking hate Hannah. Like, I, I have no problem saying that. Um, you annoy the fucking bullshit out of me. And it's not just, like, you on the show. I mean, it's, like, you on your TikToks. <laughs> it's, like, you and your podcast. Like, it's, like, I you annoy me. Mm-hmm. And it's I, fine. Sometimes like, I listen to Giggly Squad 
not very often, but so, once in a while. Like if there's like a topic I, I really to want to hear. Page. Yeah, me too. I love Paige, yeah. and Paige is so funny. Sometimes Hannah can be funny, but I feel like Hannah's a poser. She's annoying. Yeah, she's yeah, annoying. She she feels like a poser. Mm-hmm. I think Hannah's a poser, um, and she's not really funny. She steals people's content. Yes, one hundred percent. Like her interviews that she's seen on TikToks, like she, it's the other people that are funny, and then mm-hmm. she's acting over the top. Yes. Have we had this conversation yeah. before? I feel like we have. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> like the way we're just talking right now is just like coming back to me. I was like, we've definitely said this <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Are y'all oh getting deja vu too? <laughs> yeah, no, but um, I call bullshit. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so are we ready for the true crime? Yes, I'm ready. Today we're a true crime podcast because I can't believe what happened. So I'm minding my fucking business this morning. Okay. And Facebook, I don't usually click on ads on Facebook with stuff like this. But for some reason, I decided that this was a real story and I was going to click on it. And it was about these two Dutch chicks, Lise Ann and Chris. Don't know their last names. Sorry about it. Been listening and figuring out their shit all fucking day. <laughs> I just, don't know. I just came across it. Um, Lizanne Froon and Chris Kremers. Yes. And they went missing in Panama like 14 years ago. And now like somebody did this podcast about it and like was like an investigative journalist. Her and like this other guy were two investigative journalists and they went to Panama because, like, the whole thing is fucking sketchy. And the internet's always said that it was fucking sketchy and shit. So last year, she put out this podcast. And it's, like, seven episodes. It's called... I pulled it up. Let me get the name so that way I can tell you guys. Um, I'm listening to it on Apple Podcasts. I think you can listen to it everywhere. Um, it's sponsored by, like, Cast, I think is what it, it is. Um, I can't find that right now. Let's see if I can find it. Yes, it's Cast Stories with a K. Like, that's, like, who sponsored it. Um, but it's called Lost in Panama. And it's basically about their story and, like, how creepy it is. I'll read you, like, the bio for, like, a general, like, of the, like, this is, like, the about from Lost in Panama, the podcast. In 2014, Dutch friends Liaison Froon and Chris Kremers disappeared while hiking a jungle trail in Panama. Two months later, investigators found their remains as well as a backpack with a digital camera filled with photos that hinted at a darker story. What happened to Chris and Lizanne? In this investigative series, journalist Mariana, Mariana Atenka, I'm not saying any of this right, and Jeremy Creat, not saying any of that right. <laughs> so sorry, I butchered your names. Go look at what I said about Dotton. <laughs> Go look at the Dotton. Go look at the Dotton, okay? <laughs> It's just, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all I could say. Anyway, so those, so Mariana and Jeremy retrace their steps of the doomed women. Their search for the truth immerses them in an eight-year worth conflicting and um, conflicting evidence, testimonies, and rumors. As on-the-ground witnesses in Panama come forward for the first time, the explosive new evidence sets off a real time race to reopen the case and finally get justice for Chris and Lee Luzanne. So they end up finding all of this other information out and they talk to all these locals and all this stuff. So I am in a deep fucking dive and I would love to tell you about some of it. 
let's let's do it i'm not gonna tell you about all of it because i really think that you should go and watch like listen to all seven episodes i'm on episode six of seven so you're not even gonna get the whole story now so you have to go listen to it to get the full story i've i've um I've watched a documentary about this, or it was on, like, 2020 or something. I've watched an episode about it. Oh, but it's been a while, so, um, but I'm looking at pictures of it, and it's, like, making my stomach hurt. It's so, like... It's so creepy. It's so fucking creepy. Okay, so, basically, these two girls, um, go to, like, this romaine, like, this moat island in Panama. Um, I forget the fucking name of it. I would butcher the name even if... (laughs) Because it's all Spanish names, so I'm going to butcher everything. I can't say that. They're looking, they're, yeah. it's around a, a volcano, but I cannot say that word. I'm not going to try. Yeah, and it's a trail. And so basically the girls get there a day early at the host family house and they decide that they're going to go on like hiking excursions. So they contact this one tour guide, Fel- whatever his name is. It's like Feliciano or Feliciano or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you see his name? I'm looking for it, but I can't find it yet. Okay. <laughs> so there's like this guy like Feliciano or something like that. It's definitely somewhere on the podcast thing. Let's see if I can. Oh my gosh. The pictures are so scary. I know. Did you see the boot? Yes. Oh and, like, my God. I know. Okay. Oh my God. And they like there's a part of someone's pelvic bone. Like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And like how it's broken is fucking weird they get into all of that um so anyway i can't find his name but his name is like feliciano or something like that and he's basically the tour guide for this trail and he's going to take the girls the next day so the girls decide that they're going to go to this trail the day before and apparently the tour guide saw them right before they disappeared as well this tour guide Mm -hmm. it's so creepy it's so creepy so basically the girls go up on the excursion and they take photos on their like phones and on like um a camera that they had this all happened in 2014 i don't know if i said that so and it's a digital camera right it was a digital camera it was like a canon digital camera Mm -hmm. and they were basically taking pictures and it like starts out like the pictures are all like really like they had like a great time and whatever and then they start getting like really creepy and so basically these girls go up this trail and they go missing so what the lost in panama people felt like they retraced these steps of these girls and they basically figured out that these girls went up to the trail and when you go up to the trail there's like not really a marker that says don't go any farther like i guess like it's just one of those things that like locals know Mm -hmm. and so they must have just kept going and the girl mariana she said i would have kept walking i wouldn't have known this is where you were supposed to stop and basically it goes down the other side of the mountain um but it's into like the panamanian jungle and like it is like indigenous people like do like walk those jungles and stuff like that so basically they started the descent and lost their cell phone service so when they got the cell phones from the girls when they found like the pack and everything we'll get to all of that they basically at this point were like called to see if they could get like calls out like they pretty real like they realized pretty quickly like shit happened Mm -hmm. and so they end up getting lost so a dog followed them like the first people that they interview i'm like all over the place because there's so much fucking information (laughs) so basically what happens is this um restaurant or something sits at like the bottom of the trail and there's like this dog that would follow um people up and the dog followed the two girls up and like the restaurant owner that they interviewed almost said that the dog did it on its Mm -hmm. own 
and almost like was protecting like people to make sure that they came back because it is a dangerous trail. Um, and the dog would do this all the time. Well, the dog returned without the two girls. And so that was the first like weird thing. Well, turns out this Feliciano guy like threatened the restaurant people to say, don't fucking talk about it. You didn't see the girls, whatever. So they never like really like said anything, but they did tell him that this happened. So then, like, one of, like, the other girls that were, like, with them, like, they didn't show up to the tour guide, basically. They didn't show up. So the tour guide was, like, weird. So it's a really small town. Like, it's a very small remote town in Panamania. Panama. I don't know why I said Panamania. <laughs> it did. And I was like, that's not fucking what it is, you asshole. <laughs> and so... It sounded right at so, first. um... Anyway, so basically they tell the tour, the tour guide goes to like the host family where they were staying and he goes into their room and basically like looked around and was like, oh, like maybe they were just like partying with friends or something and they're just not back. Well, they didn't come back again. So then he notified the police that they were missing and they didn't show up and blah, blah, blah. Then it took the, till the next morning for the police to do anything. And at this point, the Feliciano guy had sent off like a search party and stuff. So like his people have been all over the crime scene and like all of this shit right like like it right it seems like completely fucking set up <laughs> so and so the police get involved and a search happens and they can't find anything so literally 10 weeks later this woman shows up with a backpack and it turns out to be the girl's backpack and like they found like chris's shorts folded up too so this is what the weird part is so the woman that found the backpack works mm-hmm. or like has connections to fleece and I don't think I'm saying his name right. I just keep saying his name because it's just the tour guide. Everything that I keep coming up, they do not name him in any of these. They just keep saying tour guide. Yeah, this is the the lost in Panama is the only place I could find his name. And so basically he like he's the tour guide. So the tour guide, um, basically they go out on the search and 10 weeks. So basically the chick that found the backpack found it like on Feliciano's property. Oh it was God. his property. And turns out that she had connections. What it seemed like to me and what it seemed like to maybe like the people that were on the podcast, it seems like. He said to these people, like, I need you to go farm this rice paddy farm that they've never farmed this rice paddy farm a day in their life. But he told but they were going to farm this rice paddy thing. I think he told them to go to this rice paddy farm and whatever you find there, bring to the cops. Because the testimony from the woman who found it and her husband are completely different. Like their stories don't match up. Like the guy, I think, said that like she came to get him and like they left the backpack. And then, like, her testimony was, like, that she brought the backpack. Oh, my like, God. Like, they don't line up at and, like, all. And, like, this is not, like... So it's fucking this weird. This is not, like, raising flags to people? Is it just... Okay, okay, okay. It is, but I, I don't know. So they basically said that the girls... So what the, Panam- what the Panama police said after they found the bag and, like, went through all the pictures and everything was that they fell from this, like, bridge um, and fell to their deaths and then, like, the uh, river washed them away. And that's what the Panama people said. So... Back to, they find the backpack, and basically in the backpack, everything is, like, preserved, like, the camera and, like, the cell phones and stuff like that. So they find all of these photos, and when they find all these photos, it's, like, everything starts out fine, and then it gets, like, weird. Guys, the photos are so scary. Like, if you can, like, while you're listening to this, pull up the photos. They are freaking weird. Laura, Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So... 
so anyway, so they find all of this. And once they find the photos, that's when everybody found things to be weird. And that's when like the internet started talking about it. The Panama police closed the situation. So now these journalists are now going through and they're retracing all of these steps that these women took basically from what they found from the photos. So these photos that they were taking are so weird. And I'm going to get into some of them because they're just weird. Mm -hmm. So after they found the backpack, the police went back and they found remains of these people and the only remains and they only found some remains and some of them were weird remains um and i'll get into that because there's a woman that they talked to who like looked at like the autopsy stuff who's like an autopsy person and um she like talks about like some of it um because they get like credible people to talk to to like decipher certain things like um they end up when they um show the photos to this um like crime scene photo investigator guy he says that like the lines that the panama people said was that bridge was just because it was exposed and it was nighttime like that's not a bridge so he was like that's not a bridge so what the Panama people said was a bridge he's like that's not a bridge that's just from the photo so yeah so basically they retrace their steps and then they come back and they talk to a bunch of people in the town and stuff like that so the photos of these people they have like this like feature on the iPhone where I guess like if you hold like a button like it keeps the flash on and so they were using it as a flash flashlight and that's when they took a bunch of these photos from the hours of like one until like four they took like a hundred photos and it's basically like just like these creepy photos in the dark and they think that they were taking photos because they were using the flash as a whatever so mm -hmm. they pretty so the local guide and everything like that thinks that most of the photos are from the same area like they were almost like trying yeah so they were um so they took a hundred of these photos so they were thinking that they were just like taking like a panoramic look like they heard something or something and were like trying to scare something off maybe okay um and then there's this one, there's the only picture that we have of the girls after like that initial day where they go missing is one photo of the back of Chris's head that looks like she has blood on it. That one's so scary. Yeah, like that's the only photo that we have of the girls afterward. It's so fucking creepy. So basically these people are trying to piece together what's happening and they're talking to all the locals too. So they are like, man, this Feliciano guy is completely all over this fucking case. So they decide that they're going to go talk to this guy. They set up this whole sting operation. You guys have to go listen to Lost in Panama to hear what the fucking sting operation is because I'm not going to tell you. They get other people involved. They have security all around and they pretty much go on a hike with this Feliciano guy, this tour guide. And what all of the people that were sitting there with him, like the girls that were with him, they were like, he did like weird, creepy things, but I wasn't completely creeped out by the guy. So at this point, the people had thought that he probably did something until all of this happened. And now they're like, that's weird. Like maybe it's not this guy so the weirdest part is when they found the remains they only found like a leg from one of the girls and then like two bones from the other girl mm -hmm. one the chris's rib bone was bleached um and the autopsy woman was like this might happen from the sun but that but like how white it was it would have taken years to bleach like that in the sun and you're in a canopy jungle she's like and all the other bones weren't the same color so she didn't say it was bleached but she pretty much was like I think it's bleached. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and so they only found some of the remains and some of the remains had like soft tissue on it still. So it was weird that this one bone was like this. Um, so when they found the, yeah. So when they found the remains, it was really like fucked up. They also found, um, like a severed foot with the foot still in the boot. There's a lot of people that were saying like, oh, they probably came down to the riverbed. Cause if you follow the river, you'll follow civilization. Unfortunately, this river only goes deeper into the jungle. Um, and then they were saying like, maybe a flash flood came through and like washed them or something like that like there are plausible reasons as to why it wasn't foul play but a lot of the people including the locals think it was foul play i think it was fucking foul play because how the pelvic bone is also broken they keep talking about that how that pelvic bone is broken is weird they talk about how the pelvic bone that they found is weird and it's broke like it's broken in a really weird way like like oh like it probably hurt really bad i don't know like maybe I wonder, I, I personally, when I saw the pelvic bone, what I thought and what my opinion still is six episodes deep into this podcast is that they wandered into the jungle, came across indigenous people and um, like attacked, they got eaten mm-hmm. or they harvested their organs. And it had to do with like these cartel people, which had to do with Feliciano, which I will get to in one second, because that's where like I am. <laughs> No, I think it so I think all signs point back to Feliciano. Right? So now the problem is is now they meet with the guy and they don't feel so they ask him questions about it and he is very forthcoming with the information. He's not hiding anything. He talks about how he found the remains. He's not anything. So they are like, I don't know if it's this guy. Once they meet with them, they start going, Maybe it's not him. So all of this stuff starts coming out. They end up talking to this guy that refuses to give his identity because he's like afraid for his life. Um and they talk to the guy they won't even like he won't even let them like record him like they have to give a summary of what he talked about and basically this guy says that the Feliciano's adopted son Tito was with the girls the day before they disappeared and she was hanging out they the two girls were hanging out with the guys and all of their young friends the reason that this has never come out I will get to so they find out that Tito and the girls were all hanging out and they were in a red van and the red van was also at at the trail the day that they went missing with Tito and all of their friends. There's like a whole bunch of names that they give. There's like six names that they give. Like, I don't know all their names. I only know Tito. I want to listen to this. Oh my God, it's insane. I'll send it to you. Okay. So, <laughs> so this is where I'm at right now. Like, this is like where I left off. So basically, there was one guy named uh, uh, like Oswald or Oswaldo or something. And he was an eyewitness that said that the girls were with these guys. He lets it be known that he saw it. He's ready to talk about it, whatever. Four days after those girls go missing, guess who's murdered? Oswaldo. Murdered at first was accidental and then his family was like this was an accidental and fought and it was ruled a homicide so it is okay a homicide <laughs> did they did they ever find out who did it uh no but it is a homicide basically he got hit on the head and then drowned in a river so because he drowned in a river they said it was accidental and they were like no he got hit in the head and then was left for dead yeah and so his was ruled a homicide there were also other people that were eyewitnesses to the girls with that there were four other ones besides Oswaldo all four of those people got murdered all five witnesses that saw the girls with tito and all of his friends in like their gang thing there's a name for it i forget what it is but they keep saying it are murdered oh my god yeah they only the only the one is a homicide the rest of them are accidental the one person got run down by a car and everybody was like so all the eyewitnesses are murdered i think it's probably the gang they probably followed the girls and like 
took their organs or sex trafficked them, probably took their organs because they found their remains. This is a good question. Why was Blue, the dog who supposedly walked along with them, never seen in any of the photographs? No idea. And nobody knows why. And that's why they don't bring up the dog thing a lot of the times. But these people brought up the dog because they interviewed the people who owned the dog. And they Uh were like, no, my dog followed them. So the Lost in Panama people confirmed that that dog did follow them. Mm -hmm. When the dog left them, don't know. But they had the dog when they left. Isn't that fucking creepy? Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, so where I left off is they are now talking to Oswaldo's mom about how, like, he was killed to keep quiet. And that's where I'm at. I'm on episode six out of seven um, in Lost in Panama. So I don't even know the outcome. You literally have to go look it up for yourself. <laughs> I'm going to, I really want to listen to this. It yeah, I'll so send good. it to you in the group chat so that way you can listen to it. Um, I've been listening to it all day in the background because I am just like, holy shit. Like these girls were totally murdered. So anyway, so the other reason that the, that the woman and everybody wants to go back, I can't believe I almost forgot this part. The reason that it's a big deal and that we should care about it is because there is this island and there's an island right next to it and women go missing all of the time on these islands when they got there the two journalists that the day they got there two women went missing one of the women never found the other one the body was found the next morning in a dumpster but like literally like these islands are notorious for like women going missing and um when the people like the journalists when they walked to like where the bridge where they were supposedly at she was like i this is like a bridge that I wouldn't walk over if I didn't have to and the river isn't that much I would have walked down to the river instead of using this bridge the other thing is is they don't think that they ever were at the bridge because the bridge is used by indigenous people all the time and they were like you can't tell me that they wouldn't have stayed at that bridge and waited for somebody to come get them was that bridge 12 hours away from where they were because it says yeah it says like if they went if they knew they were in trouble because they called 911 like pretty early on yeah if they knew they were in trouble how did they end up at a at that bridge in the river or whatever 12 hours away this yeah that doesn't make sense it doesn't make any sense they were saying like maybe they thought that it let out on the other side but that doesn't make any sense somebody said maybe they slept for the day and then when they woke up they walked in the wrong direction but it doesn't make any sense and then if you came across that bridge you would think oh people use this and you would wait so did somebody scare them off from the bridge mm-hmm. like did they come across somebody at the bridge like what made them walk that f- like almost run away also, you know what i mean yeah did they talk about so apparently Someone kept putting the codes in wrong on yes. Lizanne's phone. Yes. Like, so they have no idea. So they don't know if that's another person. Um, It could also be that like they were just trying to see if it was like if they had a signal and they weren't trying to use the phone or did um Chris die and then Lizanne didn't know her passcode and was trying to get mm-hmm. in. True. Yeah, they really, they they don't have an explanation for that right now. Six episodes Mm -hmm. deep, they don't have an explanation for that. Isn't it insane? This is so insane. Like, there's so many, like, people, there are so many good questions about everything. And, like, people, like, I mean, like, to me, the, like, at a certain point, you have to realize that you're, like, really deep in the jungle, and wouldn't you just turn around? You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. But they did, when they were walking the trail, they actually met, like, two German chicks. Um, and they looked like that they were about to go the wrong way on the trail. And luckily, like, they had stumbled upon them and were like, hey, like, you're going the wrong way. And then those two girls, like, attached themselves to, like, them because they knew where they were going. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, talking to them and they told them, like, all about what they were doing and, like, what was going on and stuff like that. And everything was, like, fine at that point? 
it was fucking 15 years later. Oh, I thought you said that they saw them. No, 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 no. The two German chicks, they, um, the journalists found, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, the two journalists, when they um, were, like, retracing their steps, they came across two German chicks. Okay, okay. Yeah, my um, bad. Okay, and then I also see here that Osman had, uh, supposedly had pictures of the girls on his phone. Yes, yes. He apparently, like, he, what, like, what they said in Lost in Panama was, like, he said, I saw them in the car with these people. And, like, like mm-hmm. knew. Like, knew. Yeah. Like, I, I think I think that, like, that Osman, whatever his name is, he knows that these guys were trouble and took a picture for these girls' safety. And, like, that's why he that's got why murdered. That's why he died. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. What's their theory on where's the rest of their bodies? Like, how did they only find? They don't have a theory yet? Oh, my gosh. No, so they, so what the Panama people said is that they just got, like, washed away and, like, they're going to be, like, fish food, basically. And, like, they're just disintegrated in the water. Oh, my gosh. Um, people say that they, like, apparently, like, people, like, go and, like, try and find remains. Um, Mm -hmm. like, they're talking about going back and doing a documentary and seeing, like, what they can, like, record while they're out there and stuff like that. That would be really interesting. Yeah, like, that's what they, like, this, this podcast came out in 2022, December of 2022. So, it's fucking insane. Go, like, I, like, highly recommend Lost in Panama. Um, highly recommend it. Um, I'm so, I'm, when we get off of here, I'm gonna listen to the rest of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, there is so much more information that I'm not even telling you. Like, there is so much, like, crazy shit. They talk to so many local people. It is, like, it's insane. It's insane. So that's, we're a true crime podcast because. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, doesn't it sound like, like, wouldn't you just turn around and go back? Like, because they lost cell surface almost immediately. So when they, so like when the people were, when the people were like descending where like those other people went, like the two girls, as soon as they started the descent, they pretty much lost their cell phone service almost immediately. So it's like, once you lost your cell phone service, wouldn't you turn around? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, for me, I'm like, it sounds like they were running away. Like, why would yeah. you keep going deeper into the fucking jungle, you know? So the other creepy thing is that I didn't even talk about with the cameras, with the camera sequence pictures that they get, there's like a ton of photos and they have photo 508 and they have photo like 510, but they don't have photo like 509. Like it is scrubbed. They had like the SD card and like the SIM chip and stuff and it is completely missing. So the only way that they could get rid of the file is if somebody had that SD card or whatever and went to like a computer and deleted it or they like deleted it from like their SIM card phone while they were going through all of this in the fucking jungle. Oh my gosh, I found all the pictures. You found them all? Yeah, it's someone made a uh, a Google Photos. I'm going to put it in our thing. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. So at first like when you when you look at it, like the first like pictures are or the first like things that you see are like news things but if you keep going lower then they have it in like chronicle chronological order and like they tell you this is costa rica this is blah 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 and it's all their pictures and text message too but they're in dutch so i don't know what they're saying oh my god look at all of this i know they're like oh my god okay oh my god 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 yeah okay so somebody put like a whole google photos thing together of the photos which feels like an invasion of privacy <laughs> I know. Um but I want to look. Yeah, this also feels necessary cuz I'm so deep in it. Mm-hmm. Like who are these other people that they're with? Like I wonder who all these other people are. Yeah. 
Like, I wonder if, like, some of these people, like, I'm sure that, like, they've already, like, looked. But, like, who are these people and, like, what do you have to do with it? Yeah. Here it is. Here's the day. Here's the outfits. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. They're, it's so creepy. Like, they're just, like, having a great time, smiling, laughing, hiking. Look at this first, like, ominous fucking photo where she's, like, turned around. You know which one I'm talking about? Let me see. She almost looks like a fucking monster. In the light? Yeah. Yeah. Like, isn't that such a creepy photo? Like, I feel like this is when it starts getting really creepy. No, yeah, these are definitely, like, super creepy. And then the ones from August 8th are... Oh, no, yeah, August 8th. Yeah, the Break Free and Paw screenshots. Like, those look weird. Like, as soon as they start going down and they're, like, at, like, this water, like, they just, like, the photos change. You know what I mean? Mm Oh my god, look at like the creepy photos in the dark. And it's like you're in a jungle, so it is pitch black. And all the pictures are the same spot. It is the same spot. So that's what they were saying in the thing. Like it's the same spot it looks like. Like that they were like using it as like a flashlight almost. So it's like what did you hear? And it's just like the darkness and like trees. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then there's the photo of the back of her head. Do you see that? Oh my gosh, ugh. I don't like those pictures. I don't know why they scare me. You know, like, what I have to say is, like, you know, you know that, like, if we all are looking at this and having such an ominous feeling about it that something happened, like, I'm sorry, like, all of our guts can't be wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, like, we all keep looking at this and going, oh, my fucking God. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels wrong. Okay, the picture after the ones of her head, I don't know why I got, like, such weird feelings from that. I don't even, like, you can't even see anything. I don't even know what I'm looking at, but, like. Yeah, like, the shredded paper. Yeah. Like, what is that? It looks like shredded paper and, like, a strap. Like, they were almost hiding behind a rock. Like, what is that? I'm Google photos later to read this stuff. I wish I oh, knew Dutch so I could read her, like, diary. Oh, okay. Someone translated it. Oh, cool. I see that, too. Um, so, apparently, the girls were diarying, like, their entire, like, journaling their, like, entire, like, trip. And in the journal, they never mentioned the guys that they were hanging out with. But here's the thing. That Feliciano guy, the tour guide, he was in their rooms before mm-hmm. the cops were even involved. Like, did he, like, plant different diaries, you know? That's that's a good point. Like, did he remove pages? Like, what, like, he was in the room. Because, um, like, 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 the Osmondo guy and everybody were like, oh, like, we saw them with them. And they were like, oh, but it's weird that the girls didn't, like, write it down in their diary. And it's like, well, maybe they hid People it. People saying that they might have been taken. I think they died out there. Oh, no, they died out there. They, they took their yeah, organs. I, yeah, I think they died out there. And I think that you can't find any of the body parts because somehow they took all their body parts and like maybe the foot and the pelvic bone fell out and took their organs and then animals in the river just spread the rest of them Mm -hmm. out like that's truly what i think happened i mean they have pictures of like their room yeah yeah and in the backpack it was like their two bras like they took off their bras at some point and put them like in the backpack i guess Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Okay, the photos in this, like, Vogue of Google Photos set, if you go and, like, look at them, please understand that it is, um, gruesome. Yeah. Like, full fucking trigger it's warning. It's so disturbing. Like, yeah. it's very disturbing. Like, I'm not actually, like, looking at some of this. Like, some of this I'm going very quickly by. Look at that, they have the phone records. Oh my gosh. 
So these guys that they have, that like Bass von Leeshuth and like that Edwin Cornelis, and it's like the Facebook stuff. Those were two of the names that were said in the um, Lost in Panama that like they said that were part of like the group of guys. So they were mm-hmm. Facebook friends with them. Chris was Facebook friends with Interesting. them. That Edwin guy, definitely. I, like, know the name. That is some fucking shit. I can't look at these anymore. I know. I think... Okay. I'm, like, creeped out. I'm creeped I'm out. Really okay, creeped don't out. go look at those photos. <laughs> oh, my God. The boots one. Oh, my God. I know. God. I know. I had to go really fast Ugh. by them. Okay. Okay. We're walking away from it. Yeah. I, I get... Oh, like, my stomach hurts. I know. It's so... Oh, my God. I know. Um, but everybody, it's called Lost in Panama. If you're into true crime, like, I, I'm not into true, I'm not into true crime, and I'm watching this, like, like, listening to it, like, intently. Now that our whole entire episode was, it's fucking share time, and really, it was a true crime moment, (laughs) we're gonna get into the one reality, um, TV show that's happening right now, um, because there's literally only one, um, and it's Big Brother, and it's not, we don't have a lot to talk about, that's why share time was so Yeah. I have some notes. It was, I do have to say that, like, my favorite thing that's been happening this season is that there is, like, power shifts. Like, yeah, it keeps going back and forth between, like, Cam and Jared, but whatever, um, because it's still, like, a power shifting. So, um, Mm. I'm really okay with it. I'm happy that, like, it's not just, like, I'm happy that Izzy, like, as much as I'm gonna miss Izzy, I'm happy that Izzy went home, because at least, like, it's not just, like, one side steamrolling, like, you had casualties, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I do want to say that, um, Suri, I genuinely think might vote, would have voted out her own son to keep Izzy. You think so? I really, I really don't know. (laughs) Do you think that she is in love with Izzy? Sari is absolutely in love with her. And I'm like, are you going to vote your own son out for her? Like, Jesus. I know. That's what I said. I was like, I was like, you sound like you're going to vote out your son for her. <laughs> yeah. I I think that she might be seeing that Jared is, is not playing a good game. He's not. And He's so terrible. everyone in the house saw that Izzy can play a good game. And I think Sari sees that too. Yeah. But that's her son, you know? I don't know. I know. But it like, I mean, like the way that she was talking about her, I was like, Jesus. I know. Um, I know. I also want to talk about how funny the fucking veto competition was. So they did like that, um, the veto where they, they always do it and they do it every season where like as you get eliminated, like you pick prizes and like the sixth Uh place prize is always the veto and the first place prize is always a punishment. Uh Like Matt's a recruit. (laughs) Okay. He had no fucking idea that this is the rule. And so I'm cracking up because I was like, um, because I'm like watching like the succession of things. And what was it? What was it? I wrote it down. So Jag kept the 5K. And I was like, oh, that's so stupid. Like, why would you keep the 5K? You should have taken the um, veto because somebody's going to take the 5K. Because yeah. it's the prize. And so I'm like, that's stupid. You're going to end up with a punishment. And so, and they might have let him just keep the veto because he wasn't going to use it. And so he doesn't do that. And I'm like, that's so stupid. And I started cracking up about it. And then Jared comes through and takes the veto. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then, no, Jared had already had it or something. But Matt ends up coming through. And I was like, Matt's going to take the 5K. Like, Matt, take the fucking 5K. And he keeps the Josh Dumel punishment because he thought he was going to hang out with Josh Dumel. I know. I was like, I know you're not going to hang out with him. I, I knew was like, it. I was like, you did not just keep that punishment. He's like, I'm going to hang out with Josh Dumel. I was like, yeah, I keeping the 5K worked out for you. I was 
was like, oh my god, what the fuck just happened? Oh my gosh, Matt. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was embarrassed it. for you at that point. I, I was like, I was like, you're a recruit, dude. Like, you had no idea. So he's never seen the show before, even though he, like, got recruited? Um, a lot of the times they don't. Or they, um, because they don't, like, provide seasons or anything like that. So people just don't. Like, sometimes they'll watch, like, the most, like, recent season. But they don't binge them like Izzy. Yeah, when they get recruited and they get picked. So they basically get picked and they don't have any time to, like, find out how the show works or anything, right? No, they do. I don't understand why they're not. Like, as soon as you oh. put in, like, an audition tape. What the fuck? Because they, even if you're recruited, you still have to put in an audition tape. As soon as you put in an audition tape, you should be, like, fucking watching the show. It makes no sense to me. Like, it doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense to me either. It doesn't make sense, any sense to anybody. People on Twitter talk about how it doesn't make any sense all the time. Mm-hmm. Also, why the fuck was Wednesday two hours? Does anybody know? I don't know. <laughs> and it didn't need to be two hours. Like, I was it like, was... I was like, oh, well, maybe it's two hours so they can put all the content and then have a double eviction on Thursday. And that wasn't the case either. So I was like, what the fuck was two hours for on Wednesday? I was so bored. <laughs> it was it was a boring episode. I don't even remember what happened. I was, I don't, I, um, I it was the veto competition that took 45 minutes to get to. And then mm-hmm. it was all the punishments. They showed all of them. And I was like, I didn't need all this. Isn't there going to be another episode now that's going to be two hours? I have no idea. I know that Sunday's on at 10, 10, 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's eventually switching to Tuesdays at some point too. Um, I don't fucking know what's going on with it. I like so tried confusing. to defend like the schedule just... to Tyler in the group text. <laughs> and like, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I was like, what is it? Go-? Like, I can't. <laughs> I'm um, just like, I already forgot the schedule that you gave me for next yeah. week. So I'm just going to go day by day. That's and what I'm doing. Because I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, the day it switches to Tuesday is, I guess, the day I'm going to find out. I'm going to watch that night. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I would like to say that Corey walks with a different swag about him now. Like, now that he, now like... That he's made out with America? Oh, my God. He was, like, in, like, this, like, pink jacket sweatshirt combo. And just how he was, like, walking. I was like, look at him. <laughs> Oh, it was so funny. I do love a good float boat flip. So I am like really excited that they did flip the vote onto Izzy. No offense, um, Izzy. I really love you and I'm going to miss you. I believe that you binged all of those seasons 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I am happy that it was a vote flip because I love a vote flip. Um, and I also love yeah, that, that was, Sari. That was a fun week. I Honestly. also love that Sari refused to vote with the house and voted to keep Izzy. Like, mm-hmm. gee shit. Like, that's what you need to do when you go in there, guys. Like, vote for your own well-being. <laughs> Even if you're only one vote, fucking vote for your well-being. Yeah, like, I don't understand why everyone, like, it's, I really hate that everyone votes the same people. Like, I know, it's annoying. And, okay, did Blue and, did Blue and Izzy have, like, something going on, like, beef or something? Because, because Blue was like, oh, I'm happy. Yeah. I think Blue wants to be some, like, iconic fucking person. And it's, she's not. And so it's just coming off as, like, what are you doing? I feel like she acts like a character. So yeah. Much. It's like, 
it's it's a character and and i think she's acting like a character on purpose i think that she thinks that she's like some bad bitch or something and it's like we don't even notice you (laughs) yeah like i forget about you all the time until you did that and i'm like why did you do that like why did you like i'm sorry but like you're not doing anything in the game all you're doing is making out with jared like i don't know why you think that like you have this air of confidence about you doesn't make any sense it makes no sense to me at all Ugh, like that that rubbed me the wrong way and i it kind of was me just the like way. i don't know I it a rubbed face. a lot of people the wrong way oh really people were other talking people? about it on twitter okay. like it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way oh, so other people are yeah because people talking. are like what is your problem with izzy yeah i all yeah, day today i just keep thinking like i wonder if izzy's gonna say anything about that like because that's weird i don't think she had a problem with blue i think blue was just doing it because she was trying to be like an iconic like something and it's like it's just coming off very fake like it's not working i don't think anyone else like voted izzy out in like a weird way like that no nobody did no one did Mm -hmm. Corey was upset about it (laughs) like Corey was actually upset i also want to give america i love america america is like one of my favorite human beings like charity america um (laughs) i love america I love her. Um, I love that when she gave her shout out, she said, shout out Josh Dumel. <laughs> I saw that. I heard that. There's a, one I, thing that did bother me about her this week, though. Uh, mm-hmm. I just saw it in a live feed. Like, Cam was telling her, like, his plan, and she liked it. So she's like, I'm going to dance for you. And I, I don't know. I just didn't like that. No. Oh, my God. People were trying to make that like it wasn't something. So that wasn't, like, people on Twitter were defending her, like, like, my friends on Twitter were defending her. Uh-huh. who saw, like, what really happened. She was doing that dance for everybody. Oh, she, I don't... Like, apparently, like, she had done that dance for about four or five different people before she did it for Cam, and nobody had a problem with it until she did it for Cam. Okay, I did not see it with anyone else no, but Cam. No, and, like, apparently, like, you can only find the Cam video, but people on Twitter were saying, like, she was literally doing that to everybody else. Like, she did it to Blue. Like, she did it to literally everybody. Okay, that makes more sense. I was just like, why are you doing that? Like, I don't... Yeah. I I didn't love that, but, yeah. Yeah, no, people people came to defend her. Okay, good. Okay, like, I... her so much that people came. I was like, there's no way... No, she didn't. Um, I do want to bring up how that the jury is going to be seven people, which is so rare and different. Like, usually jury starts. By now. Like, it's usually four pre-jury, and then it starts jury. So the fact that jury's not starting and, like, jury starts at seven is insane. Like, this hasn't happened, and I, like, I, I don't know. If, I don't know. Like, I, it's, they usually have, like, nine people. And so people who were playing, like, that they were going into jury aren't going into jury. Can you explain jury to me again? Yeah. Um, so basically, since it's filmed live, mm-hmm. the people that get voted out pre-jury don't matter. So they can just go back out into the regular world and exist with us. Okay. Um, but the people that make it to jury have to get sequestered. So they're in their own house. Um, and basically, um, what they do is they vote at the end. There's two finalists. And they vote for who they want to win the game. Mm -hmm. So they have to sequester them. So that way, like, they used to actually not sequester them. This is a great way to bring this up. They actually used to not sequester them um, Mm -hmm. in the very, very beginning. And then season three happened and Danielle Reyes lost because the house guests saw all of her diary rooms and ended up voting for Lisa because they didn't like her that much. So because of danielle lost because they were influenced by all of that they ended up sequestering the jury Mm -hmm. 
which means that like they watch the show and they watch the events unfold um but they're not influenced by anything outside of the game. They're basically all in the jury house together. So okay, all the so jury people. Okay, so they can't people, like read or watch stuff on TikTok or like read comments no. or anything. Okay. No, they are completely just in their own house alone with each other. Mm-hmm. And they only know what people tell them, what they learn from the games. Um, you'll see that when jury starts, Julie won't tell anybody that Jared and Saria are related because that's influencing the game from the outside. Um, okay. You'll see um, that she doesn't really like tell them anything anymore. Like it's a very generic interviews after jury okay. because she can't influence <sighs> them in any way. Um, Ugh. I'm going to so, miss her telling people. I know. So the the goodbye messages that you've been seeing, they play a bigger role in the jury because it's like your last anything that you can say to somebody. So these next two people that get eliminated, they're not going to be in jury, right? Or does that no, start it, jury? Jury starts at seven. How many people are left? I don't know. That's why. I was like, okay. So see. there's seven people in jury and then the final two. So there's nine people that'll be left in the game when jury starts. How many people are left? Well, four people got eliminated. So how many started? Was it 13? So there's nine left. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. Oh, there's 11 left. America, Blue, Bowie, Cameron, Sari, Corey, Felicia, Jag, Jared, Matt, and then the last one's McCole. McCole. Yeah, there's 11 of them yet left. So there's still going to be two people that go by the wayside. Okay. So there's going to be two more people pre-jury probably. Interesting, interesting. Or jury starts next week and then we'll have eight people for some unknown fucking reason. But she said seven, didn't she? Didn't yeah, she so, say seven? Yeah, so we so there's just gonna be so there's a double eviction next week. So I guess like the double eviction are gonna be the last pre jury people and then it'll start jury. Mm-hmm after the double because usually the double people end up in jury so the double eviction people are just not gonna end up in jury like that's how they always do it like you have the double eviction Mm -hmm. and the first two people go into the jury house together so that way that they're not alone okay but i guess they're gonna be alone now We, you know what we didn't do? Did we did we check the feeds and stuff before we got on this to see if anything? No, else we has didn't. Been but Jared is talking about putting up America and Corey. Okay, nomination ceremony might have happened already. Yeah. Let me see. They were talking about Cam as a backdoor though. That's what and I was thinking. And he was talking I, about I putting it. Jag up. If Jared wins, I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be mad, mad. It's gonna be because his mom did it. <laughs> Also, I don't understand how no, it's not, cl- after last week, it's not clicking to the housemates that Sari and Jared are related. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't probably put that together um, just because they don't do twists like that that much anymore. You know what I mean? Where like uh-huh. they bring in like secret relationships. So I don't know that I would put it together. The thing that I don't that I think I would put together and I don't understand why other people aren't is that Jared and Sari quite literally have the same face. That's what I'm saying. That's why like after this week, if I saw him like really, really like he is really like fighting for Sari. And they are close. Yeah. Like and you can tell that they're close and then they literally share a face. Their faces look so much alike. And the fact that no one has said it yet that they have the same nose. They have the same exact nose. I know. I know. And Um, and that's a unique nose. And there was also a fight right before. (gasps) 
Yes. Oh, I forgot about this. There was also there was also a fight right before the live eviction, and it was between Jared and Corey. Um, a bunch of shit got aired out, so that'll all come out on Sunday's episode. They apparently like outed a bunch of shit during this um fight. Corey was screaming at Jared. Mm-hmm. It was a whole shit show. I'm excited to see it because I didn't see the whole fight, and I don't feel like going to look, so I'm excited. But it doesn't look like that they had the nomination ceremony, but it might be Corey in America with a backdoor of Cam, or it's Corey and Jag with a backdoor of Cam. That's what the plan is plan is i hope that cam wins veto just because like keep it interesting <laughs> do i oh like gosh. the guy not really <laughs> some someone said mimi knows everything and so now she can't turn against jared or sari or take them out on her hoa because did she... izzy tell mimi i think so did izzy tell mimi before she left because i can't believe izzy would leave the house without telling anybody i can't i believe was shocked either. that she didn't say it i was like izzy like you binge watch the show like you wouldn't like i can't believe that you didn't say it so it would make sense that she told like somebody separately because i can't believe that she would leave the house without telling everybody yeah yeah like so i don't they didn't this person's not elaborating but there's like so there's hope after all. Mimi now knows everything. Like, how? Like, oh my gosh. Well, Mimi also said in her vote, like, don't worry, guys. I know that they're all snakes and cowards and whatever. So I wonder if that has to do with Izzy telling her. Okay, this is saying that they're talking about a final four, Jared, three, Felicia, and Mimi. So Mimi took Izzy's spot. I guess so. That's some shit. They just filled her right in, didn't they? Uh-huh. Um, anything else that's going on? As soon as Jared won, I was like, it's American Corey up, of course. And if yeah. either of them get veto, then it's for sure, it's for, for sure, uh, cam going up and then hopefully someone on his side mm-hmm. um wins again or it's gonna be get flipped again and <laughs> those four three three mimi does he have and that's it i think Cam's cam pissed. is just yeah cam is just vibing on his own i hope that cam gets picked for veto and i hope that cam wins veto oh, just to keep right. things interesting <laughs> like honestly at this I point, I'm like, if, let's just have yeah, fun. I think let's just have some funsies. Actually, what would be awesome if you win veto, you can't get put up. So what would be awesome is if Cam used the veto and took America off and be charity. He put his, else he, up. Put, he would put Cam up. But I don't think he, no, he can't. You can't put oh, Cam yeah. up because he won veto. If you win veto, you oh. can't be a replacement nominee. And then so he, he would could so- use it and save America. And he yeah, probably so nominate Jag, that they, but they, they think they're gonna go. They should go after Jag because Jag is suspicious of both him and Suri. He is. I think he's probably the closest so. one to figuring it out. And if he talks to Blue and Blue tells him what she knows, he'll put it together. But he's stupid, so maybe Blue would be like, "It's Felicia," and he'd be like, "Oh, it's mm-hmm. Felicia." Exactly. <laughs> like these people these people have like two fucking brain cells between all of them it's fucking and like one of them is held by like mimi and then the rest wait is a just, minute like, passed around <laughs> actually laura like, they said nominations around. came out and jared nominated blue and sari this can't be real right no that's fake because if cam wins the veto then you just yeah, put two like, pawns no. up on the block and blue goes home and he's not gonna do that or he's stupid enough to do this that this can't be real i don't i don't believe that yeah no i don't think okay, i don't think good. the nomination ceremony's done it's yet like no way yeah i don't think they did them yet i think that was somebody just trolling yeah i think he's trolling too yeah yeah that wouldn't make any sense okay I think that's it for Big Brother, right? <laughs> and this is why we became a true podcast. <laughs> okay, guys. 
Um, we vibed without Tyler today for, he left us at some point, so we really vibed without him. Hell yeah. <laughs> we love you, Tyler. I'm <laughs> so sorry. Um, so, um, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Follow us on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at Hawk Garbage Pod. Didn't fuck it up. <laughs> um, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I think is the one that like you can mainly rate and review on. I was like looking at them and like we say this every time and I was like, well, you can't rate and review on Spotify and shit. So, <laughs> so rate reviews on Apple Podcasts. Um, <laughs> but keep your one stars to yourself as always. You have to wait until we become something. Otherwise, you just look mean. We have this conversation with you every time. We try and help you out because we get it. Um, Don't be the asshole. We're helping you. Right. Like, we're haters. We're just helping you hate in the correct <laughs> way. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I did like that. <laughs> this is why, this is what solidified me and Stephanie's friendship today. Today is what happens. <laughs> um, everybody, again, thank you so much for joining us. And as always, stay trashy. Thank you.